Hello! Welcome to Bus Tickets. My name is Nathan Clausen. Whether you're buying a bus ticket into war-torn Eastern Europe, or working a job, raising kids, and paying bills, each moment is an opportunity to live from our fullest self, to lean into our unique path to coming alive, an opportunity to offer our unique contribution to the world around us. In the words of Marianne Williamson, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. This podcast is my commitment to stepping out of fear and living from my fullest self. So this podcast is for me but it is also an invitation for you to do the same and for us to do it together. I believe it's in community that we see the most transformation, buying bus tickets together. Let's jump into our next bus tickets moment. All right, welcome everyone to this current bus tickets episode. I am so happy that you guys have joined us today. And I say us because, again, this is another episode where I have a special guest who's willing to join me and have a conversation today. His name is Matt McLaughlin. And Matt is someone that I met when I embarked on the journey of a program called the Inner MBA. So when I was uh, off work and was looking for work, I was also looking for direction for myself. And this program, the Inner MBA, came along at a time where I really wanted to lean into and discover more of my own path. What am I wired to do? What am I called to do? And this Enter MBA program, a really a global program with a, a number of different kind of core foundational companies and other organizations. Uh, Matt was actually part of the staff of that Enter MBA program, and he served us as students in many ways. So I'm uh, very grateful to Matt for that chapter. But the benefit of that is there are over a thousand of us in that first year of Enter MBA program that are now connected through LinkedIn and other platforms. Matt and I have stayed in touch. And I'm very happy to have a conversation with Matt. He's somebody that I, I value as a human being, but I've also seen him start his own uh, initiative, his own business. And that's come up through my LinkedIn channel. So I'm definitely interested in hearing some of Matt's journey on that side. Uh, but without too much further ado, Matt, I'll let you introduce yourself. And then we'll get into some, some meaningful conversation after that. So yeah, give us a bit of background about yourself and what you're up to currently. Yeah, thanks so much, Nathan. And thanks for having me here. It's it my, really my pleasure. Uh, yeah, currently at the moment, I am uh, still working as a, a group coach with the Inner MBA program and also have my own business, Illustra Consulting. Um, that's E-L-U-S-T-R-A Consulting. Mm -hmm. And uh, through, through that, I mainly do uh, executive and leadership coaching. Um, a lot of that shows up as uh, helping people like work through their their self-limiting beliefs you know there's so many people out there entrepreneurs and leaders that want to make an impact on the world and and they're kind of stuck they they you know there's something holding them back and uh the the work i do is really about exploring what are some ways we can loosen that blockage how can we uh, come up with other ways of seeing the world and interacting with the world to really live to our heart's purpose very interesting okay and so some of that same work was the work that I did during the Inner MBA program and continue to do. And really, that was the genesis even of this 
bus tickets podcast was me testing the, the, the truth of my limiting beliefs and found out that many of them weren't true. Uh, but I did that through taking really definitive action and in small doses really at times, which again is something that I've had themes of throughout previous podcast episodes. So similar to how I've, I've uh, engaged other guests on the podcast, I'm interested, Matt, in, you know, using this bus ticket analogy of, you know, feeling an inner prompt, something that resonates with you, being presented an invitation to step into something. It might feel terrifying, you know, nervous, um, but, but a person acts. I'm interested if you have, you know, an example or two like that in your own journey, even, you know, current or, or recent or past, that that type of notion would resonate with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of, I kind of consider it the, my origin story, if you will. Um, sure. So probably I say about 20 years ago, I was working in high tech in a, in a high pressure marketing role and started to experience debilitating panic attacks and anxiety and um, didn't know what it was and, you know, really scary stuff. Um, eventually found, found a therapist and discovered meditation as a way to, um, you know, distance from the stress and kind of get a new perspective on things. And um, was really interested in that. Where did that come from? Where, what's this meditation thing? And uh, fortunately, I, I live in Boulder, Colorado, and there are, I think, more Tibetan Buddhists in Boulder per capita than Tibet. Really? I've heard, I've heard that. I've heard that anyway. <laughs> Um, so I found I found a fantastic school here in Boulder, a Buddhist school, and began studying. Eventually, became a Buddhist, and always kind of had this question of, well, what if we could bring some of that stuff I'm learning to business? What does that look like? And at the time, nobody was doing this. It was you know really. So I, I just kind of let it sit. I ran some meditation programs at the companies I was working with and um, eventually found my way to Naropa University's Authentic Leadership Program, which, which is now, uh, they're not running that anymore. Um, and I got to work with some fabulous coaches through that. And really it gave me the framework and the, the realization that you, you can have a mindful business. You can have a... A, an enterprise or an endeavor that spoke to your personal growth and development and that you could find that deep soul's journey through work. Interesting. Completely blew my mind. That was something I had never even considered as a possibility. Um, so I, I then enrolled in my, in my coaching program. And uh, very soon after that was laid off from the job I had, which, which I had been doing marketing for 25, 30 years. Okay. Um, so one thing led to another, I ended up having a year off to really dive into this coaching program, which took about, about that amount of time that, that wound down and, um, you know, looking at the savings account, I realized, okay, I gotta, I gotta get back to work. Not really knowing what I was going to do with the coaching. I had initially taken in, taken the program to be a better manager and, and leader. Um, and I found my way to sounds true, ironically, in a, in a marketing role. Okay. And uh, I think I was there about two months. And uh, Tammy Simon, the, the CEO and founder, said, you know, we got this new inner MBA program going. And you're a coach. You've done this work before. You've been involved with le mindful leadership development for years. We need you over there. 
So at 52 years old, I found myself with this beautiful gift of a career change and support and, you know, a framework to do this. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so I did, I, I moved, moved over and still had some marketing and, and revenue development um, goals, but really was able to dive into the one-on-one -on -one and group work with the students going through the program, which you, Nathan, mm -hmm. were, were a part of. Yeah. And just really found my calling. I mean, that, that just opened up for me, like, wow, this is possible. You can, you can work from that, that soul's purpose. Um, and then maybe, I think it was about a year later, um, Tammy and I talked and I've, I'm now part-time in that role and moving my business forward, Illustra Consulting and, and working more and more, um, mainly one-on-one -on -one with, with people that really want to take, take that personal journey and, um, work from their heart's purpose and bring that to the role that they may have, um, mm -hmm. you know, really be the best leader they can be for their team, or maybe it's an entrepreneur stretching into a, a leadership role. Um, you know, a new manager coming on board. How, how do you kind of hold your values together while still managing a high performing team? Um, so that that's what I'm doing on with, with my business and uh, between the two of them, I'm super busy and, Oh my God. So fulfilled. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. That's a great summary of, of some great opportunities that really do uh, like directly. Yeah. Relate to, you know, that your core, your heart really like at the end of the day. Yeah. Wow. So interesting. So, so would you say like for me, when I reflect on that bus ticket journey, when I was in my late twenties, I did not have a lot going on in my life. I mean, I probably thought I did, but that was before I got married, before I had three kids. Uh, and now I'm, you know, I've made my way through, you know, corporate world, you know, in various companies and roles. And, uh, and I'm in this, you know, a senior manager level now in a large, you know, rail company corporation. And so how do you, how do you see, you know, your own, you know, a person's personal journey as you're making your way through all these kind of corporate layers, for example, if that's a person's journey, what are, what are the key things? You know, when I think about who I was then, like I said, I had that inner sense, that compass of, oh, no, this resonates with me. I, I need to do this, even though I was, well, naive, I guess, initially until the night before I was going to buy that bus ticket and go into Kosovo. That night I knew what was happening and I didn't sleep much that night. Um, but there's no way I would buy a bus ticket probably now into Kosovo, or maybe I would, because now, well, my wife would say, no, you won't. And so I'm going to say, no, I won't. <laughs> but, but there's moments like that in my life now where I am called to step out and do things. And I feel that inside of myself. Um, but it took me a while to, to get grounded in that again and to essentially denoise, you know, remove the noise layers of my world. Part of it was limiting beliefs, like you referenced. Um, part of it, that was the work we did in the inner MBA program. It was absolutely brilliant and I'm very grateful for it. It took work to lean into some of those exercises and be willing to see myself and well, learn to love myself, you know, so that I could sit with myself and, you know, and be willing to listen and challenge the things that I thought were absolute truth when most of them aren't. And then I was able to challenge that. So uh, how, what's been your experience or what are some of the tools, for example, that you would offer people in your current Illustra business consulting practice to help them see where they're stuck and get unstuck so they can get some of that noise out of the way. 
Yeah, really good question. Um, a lot of it, I, my feeling is the foundation is is mindfulness practice. And through five minutes a day of simple breath awareness meditation, five days a week, um, you really start to develop a distance from those thoughts and feelings. And the um, you kind of develop an, an impartial observer to those thoughts. Mm. And once you kind of start to disengage, you realize that there's a pause between the thoughts and feelings and how you react and, and what you do. And Viktor Frankl, the Holocaust survivor, spoke to this, that mm -hmm. in that gap is freedom. So once we have even a split second of time between the stimulus, our thoughts and feelings, and the response, what we do with it, mm -hmm. even that split second in there opens up an entire world of difference where we can then choose to act from our deepest values rather than a, a surge of adrenaline or anger or frustration or what have you. Um, so that's kind of like the foundation. And then we can start to explore, we can start to label these beliefs and thoughts and patterns and slowly start to deconstruct them. So, so we'll design um, exercises or things to do where we start to stretch that that boundary, what we perceive as possible. And um, usually pretty quickly, we start to see there's a whole new world of possibility out there. Once we start seeing the world differently, we see possibilities we hadn't hadn't even considered before. Um, mm. So it's a it's a it's an unraveling process. It's um, it's very co-creative and uh, very, very um, partnered. You know, I, I'm I really act as a kind of a, a fellow journeyer, if you will. And um, to be honest, I get as much out of my work with my clients, I think, as they do. It's mm -hmm. it's very, very self-reflective. And, um, you know, I, I spend my entire day helping people question their assumptions. It's hard to turn that off and, and stop it with my own mind. So. Um, you know, in that sense, it's 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 very very fulfilling. It's it's very much um, an ebb and flow of energy, a give and take of um, wisdom and learnings, and uh, just an incredible experience for me too. Oh, interesting. So one of the things you called out at the beginning of that comment was uh, the five minute practices, the the breathing, the mindful breathing, or breathing aware. Can you can you break that down for me a little bit? Just you know, what does that what does that look like? What does that activity look like? Even it sounds simple, or not. So maybe give us a bit of a debrief there. Yeah, it certainly does sound simple. Um, and and anybody that's tried it quickly realizes there's a lot more to it. Uh, so the basic practice is that you find a, a focus point, and usually that's some sensation of the breath. Um, often it's the cool air coming in through the nostrils and the warm air leaving. So we focus our attention on that. Just a few breaths in and out, in and out. And then you'll notice your mind wanders. There's a thought. So the practice is you just label it. Okay, I'm thinking. Or you say, okay, that's that's that, that worry I have about what's going to happen if I don't pay the rent this month, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Just label it and come back to the breathing. That's it. And the key is so many people feel like they've had a bad session when it's all full of distraction and they feel like they're having a really hard time focusing on the breath. The whole point of this, it's like going to the gym. You're not going to go to the gym 
and have an easy workout and feel good about it. So the more you're getting pulled into thought and meditation and coming back, the stronger you're building that muscle. And, and it's really important to put aside that self-judgment and good session, bad session, and just be in the moment. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really what it, all there is to the practice. Like I said, um, it's, it, it goes deep pretty quickly. And um, you, you'll find there's, your mind has all sorts of ways of trying to pull you out of that practice. Mm -hmm. So, so there's quite a bit to explore with it. And, and we even get into um, using that practice to become more aware of what the thoughts are and, and even our feelings and emotions and uh, physical sensations, even um, mm -hmm. it's really quite a, quite a beautiful practice that you can use for, for a lot of different things. Interesting. So, so uh, maybe a, a, a distant cousin to what you just described is something that I started uh, with my own team when I first came on to the company I'm with now back in February of last year, so just over a year ago, was a breathing practice. Um, I'm in an innovation-centered team. So within the company I'm in, it's an innovation and business transformation team. And so, you know, but, but it's also just a, a regular team. We have projects, we have, you know, objectives, things we have to deliver, but we're under this innovation umbrella. So I, I maybe took a little bit of liberty with that notion to say, well, if we're an innovation team, what does that look like? What are the practices and what are the behaviors or what are the, what's the mindset to, to foster innovation? And one of the things that I had come up with, even probably through my inner MBA journey and otherwise, is that ability to hold space for something new and to be to allow for new things to come in and challenge our thinking or our practices and to hold space for discomfort even. Mm -hmm. So and so part of that, you know, it wasn't malicious, but I, you know, I came to the team. I was new. I said, hey, guys. I'm new to the team, new to the company. Here's something that I have found beneficial for myself. You know, before we, we, we rush into this meeting from the last one and before we sit down and we wanna try and be, you know, get something delivered, let's just pause and let's just take one deep breath. Like you said, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Uh, you know, and I gave them a little bit of the science behind it that I learned you know, through the Inter-MBA program of the, your uh, nervous system and what it communicates to your physical body, et cetera. And so I, you know, tried to use a bit of the science side of it to help kind of validate, you know, this isn't Nathan, you know, trying to send us off, you know, into some other uh, region and not be productive. We, and I asked them to hold space for it. I said, this is just an experiment. We're not committing to this. It's just an experiment. And so do this with me. Uh, and if you don't like it, or we, we don't have to continue. But by just, by just giving themselves permission to try an experiment with no other commitment, it allowed their minds to open up a little bit, I think to, yeah, let's try this. And so we did it and it was awkward. It was awkward, not just the first day we did it. And probably for some of them, it might still be awkward. I don't know. Uh, but, but I think we did find as a group that it does help. It helps you land. It helps you arrive. So your body arrived in the room or you clicked on Teams, Microsoft Teams, but your mind might be a million miles away, like you're saying. That breathing does allow us to, to focus even for that moment. And so I, I think that's been very practical and beneficial for me. Uh, and so, you know, I, I use that as an experiment with the team, but I think that does also resonate with what you just described that, that the breathing, you know, it is, it acts as a focal point, but it does allow us to, to arrive and, and be a bit more present. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great practice. That's something I encourage uh, a lot of the people I work with to, to bring to their teams, a, a mindfulness minute before the meeting starts. And you know, I like it. You can mentally arrive and uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. 
Are there other, uh, you know, is there maybe another nugget or two around things that you might suggest, you know, people that are, are in an organization leading or you know, working in a company or otherwise that they might be able to bring to their day-to-day life within that context, because we spend so much time with the people that we work with. Is, are there any other tools or nuggets like that that you've seen to be helpful in those kind of contexts? Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, compassion comes to mind. You know, it's um, it's so easy to take for granted the people we work with every day and not think about what, what they might be going through. Um, I actually teach a, a workshop on giving and receiving feedback and the compassion part's a big part of it. You know, one thing we look at is what is it, what does it feel like if you visualize yourself, say you, you're about to go into your performance review for the year and your, your manager starts giving you some, some things that's not, not really good to hear. You know, what do you feel? What, what, what is that emotion? What is that physical sensation? And we, we label mm. that and then we turn it around and say, well, now you're the manager and you've got to give some difficult feedback to somebody. What do you feel? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, it's the exactly the same physical sensation. Interesting. So, you know, we, we can, we can go into our relationships that way and, you know, really feel what's going on for the other person. And, and I think that opens up so much with our work relationships. Um, we, we don't have to be great friends or great, um, you know, huge spiritual connection, but we do have to be great coworkers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, this is one of the big bridges to, to getting there. Interesting. That could almost be its own course. How to be a great coworker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yours. You're welcome. <laughs> and then, and then actually, Matt, that's often what happens is just in having this kind of, really it's human dialogue. Uh, I know if you and I work together, uh, it would be the same thing. I would be looking for how do I, and I, I even come home at that from work some days and at the supper table, we talk about our, our sunny part and our rainy part. What was our, our you know, highlight of the day and some challenges? And typically the highlight of the day for me, because of the kind of person I am, I talk about, oh, I had a human meeting or I had a human conversation, meaning it wasn't just about details and facts, but it was a human connection moment. And, but those meetings that human, I had a human meeting or I had a human moment today, those happen in the course of just my regular activities. Yeah, we're getting projects done and we're wrestling through things and root cause analysis and all kinds of other tools that are valuable, but we can do those things in a human way. We can do it by relating to the other person. And so that compassion, compassion quality, I really appreciate that one. I, I've seen yeah. that to be quite impactful as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. We can do, we can hit all of those hard metrics that we need to hit and do it with compassion, with empathy, with care, mindfulness, curiosity, hope, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good. Those are good attributes as well. <laughs> awesome. Well, Matt, thank you. This has been really good. I mean, you and I could probably talk at length and maybe we will. We'll circle back here again. But you went today from being a small face as an icon in my inner MBA program platform and on LinkedIn to now having a human, another human conversation. So that'll be part of my highlight at supper time tonight for sure. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. Thanks so much. Excellent. I would like to, to offer anybody listening, I'd be happy to sit down for a free call and 
talk about how we could make this work and, um, you know, bring some of these qualities and some of this lightness and, and sense of purpose into your life. So uh, if you'd like to take advantage, you can set up a, a call with me at illustraconsulting.com. Excellent. Yeah, that's great. That was my next segue. So thank you, Matt, for putting those details in there. And I'll make sure that those go into the show notes as well. So people have a quick reference to that. Now, I've seen your impact in my life personally, when I was a student in the program, I fully expect that that would be the same quality you know, if people were to reach out to you. So yeah, thanks for providing us the information. Absolutely. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Nathan. This has been fantastic. Awesome. Thanks again, Matt. Take care. You too. Thanks for listening today. I hope today's episode has encouraged you to step out in your own bus ticket journey of living from your fullest self and watching what happens. If you haven't already or have and want to again, you can share your power with the Bus Tickets podcast and its mission to encourage and empower others, whether through the podcast platform you listen to or through LinkedIn or Facebook where I post episodes or by good old word of mouth. That works too. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please take a minute or two to leave me a rating and a comment. It just takes a few seconds to share with others or leave a rating, but both will go a long way to help get this message out. So thank you. Together doing small acts, we can have a massive impact on the world we engage each day. So thank you again for listening today.